0: I know that this won't help, but I gotta get it off my chest. I did it to myself. It's been raining since you left. Do I ever cross your mind? Yeah. Do I ever Good afternoon, guys. Welcome to Let Me Touch You Podcast. I am your host, Barbara, a.k.a. Barbie. want to thank you guys for tuning in again. I want to take the time out to apologize for last week, not airing an episode. Like I told you guys before, I usually record the same day or the day before, which is rare, but I think I've done it like once. I haven't been feeling very well. Thank God I'm feeling much, much better. So I am back. I miss you guys. Hope you missed me too. So today's topic is going to be about father engagement. With Father's Day a couple hours away, I was like, why not dedicate an episode to our fathers out there? You know, talk a little bit about that role and how huge that role plays in a child's life. Whether most of us want to agree with that or not, fathers are play a huge role in our child's life. Okay, so first I'm going to discuss absent fathers, the types of absent fathers, better yet. So the first type of absent father we can discuss is the parents that split. For example, me and my mate split up, dad splits up with me and the child. A lot of dads tend to do that, either because the relationship ended bad or mom decided to move on, or dad moved on, and either or mom or dad are bitter and they just kind of forget about the main focus, which is the kid. The kid gets lost in all of that, what's going on, and dads tend to stop coming around just to avoid drama or to just avoid the whole situation sometimes. Sometimes men feel, not even men, I'm sorry for saying that, sometimes people feel it's easier to deal with a situation by avoiding it the more you avoid it the better it is i'll deal with it when i have to some men think just because a child is younger they really don't have to deal with the situation at that time they'll wait till the kid becomes a teenager or i'll develop a relationship with him then and i'll explain to him what happened which is something that shouldn't be done because if you guys separated, I say, for example, when the child is four, those four years, that kid was already used to having you in their life. And if you just all of a sudden disappear and all those years go by and you don't come around and you think you could just jump back in and everything is going to go back to normal. Sorry, guys, it's not going to happen. It doesn't work that way. OK, so think about that before you actually do that. It's not that easy to just jump into a kid's life, and it's not the best thing to do for them. It can affect them. Another thing is some dads are there physically, but they're not there emotionally. For example, me and my mate are together. We're living together. Dad is there. He's always there, always working, comes in and out when he's home. He's on the on the couch drinking a beer watching his sports kid comes oh daddy daddy look let me show you this okay yeah poppy all right that's nice oh daddy daddy look at this look at my new doll that mommy bought me oh yeah honey that's nice then again they're not even looking at the child the toy they're focused on the tv so they're just someone that's physically there but there's no emotional attachment with the dad and the child and that sucks me personally, i rather not have the father physically there if he's not going to be there emotionally as well. It's like us in a relationship. You can be with someone and they're physically there for you, but emotionally they're not. So even though you're living with them, you still feel alone. You have those days you're lonely and you're still craving for that emotional attention from someone. So the same way we go through it as adults in relationships children go through it with their relationships with their fathers as well who are physically there but not emotionally there like I said I'd rather not have you there at all if you're just going to be someone taking up space in my home and not acknowledging my child one other type of absent father which is a sad one is a father of course that passes away when it comes to that you know there's not much we can do all we can do is remind that child of how great their father was, show them pictures, share memories with them, so they can always have that image of their father in their head, even though they're not there physically, but they have something inside that reminds them of their father that passed away, unfortunately. Then you have those dads that are around, But due to drugs and alcohol abuse, they're really not around. So they prefer to unfortunately get high, get drunk, instead of being the parent that they need to be. Their priority no no longer is being a father. Their priority is getting high, enjoying life, or getting drunk and enjoying life. And the alcohol and drug abuse ruins the relationship they have with their child. Some kids might get embarrassed and not want to be seen around their parents in that condition. Some kids might not care. So that's even if you are going through any alcohol or drug abuse, don't assume that your child is going to be embarrassed of you because of the person that you've become. Some kids do not care at all. At the end of the day, you're their father and they're going to love you regardless of what. You never know if having a better relationship with your child can help you get out of those situations you're in. Probably the child can encourage you to stop drinking, stop using drugs. So guys, don't just give up just because you are either you either have a drug or alcohol abuse. Don't use it as a crutch, as an excuse to be away from your child. If anything, use your child to kind of help you and motivate you to become a better you. Then, guys, we have the unfortunate scenario when dad is in prison. Um, With that situation, you know, everybody handles everything differently depending on the relationship with the mother and the father when dad ended up in jail or depending on how the parents feel about a child visiting a prison. You know, maybe the child can still have some sort of relationship where you take the child to see their dad every now and then in prison. But if you want your children around that, that's understandable as well. Me personally, I really don't know how we handle it. It's one of those situations where I have to be in it to see how it goes. So I can't even say, oh, I won't take my kids to see their dad if he's in jail. He's he ended up there for a reason. No, at the end of the day, that's their father. So. You know, most likely I will take them. I guess it's depending on the age. I really don't know. Hopefully, I never end up in that situation. But it's something that has to be talked about amongst both parents. And you have to think of the child. You don't want that to affect the child either. Or have the child think it's something that's normal. And grow up thinking it's okay to go to prison. That's my opinion. Then you have those absent fathers because... The Child just never met their father. Either um, it could have been a one night stand, or mom and dad were in a relationship, mom got pregnant, dad wasn't ready, and he just up and left. And mom continued on with the pregnancy and had to step up and play both roles. That happens a lot, unfortunately, but you know, when the time comes, us women we always make things happen for ourselves and our kids so i want to state a few facts for people who try to like you know say that dads are not as important try to downplay the dads that really deserve that credit one thing most people don't know or know and just refuse to disclose is that fathers and infants can be equally attached as mother and infants from From when they're newborns, when they're born, you know how some dads be like, oh no, go ahead, mom, you do your thing. If anything, you know, I'll handle the baby later. Or he wants you more. He doesn't want me. No, guys, the same way the baby is attached to us, he can become equally attached to you if you step up and you know do as much as mom does. I guess you guys can alternate shifts. Do one does the night shift, one does the day, or you know. Every day, switch it up just so you both can get an equal amount of time shared with the baby. Another thing is that father involvement in a child's life leads to better emotional, academic, social, and behavioral outcomes. Guys, when I tell you that your children need you, believe me, they need you from beginning to end. So I don't want to hear the story of, oh, he's just a baby. he All he does is eat, sleep, and shit. There's nothing much I can do with him. That's all mom's doing. No. The same way we do it and they grow that attachment to us, you guys can do it. As they're growing up, the same way they look for us, they look for daddy. The same way we can get up and make that kid something to eat, so can you. The same way we can go take them to the park to play with their friends, so can you same way we can teach them how to ride a bike so can you the same way we can teach them how to cook something pour themselves something to drink the little basics go a long way dads. so the same way we can do it so can you never forget that there's nothing that you do for your child that doesn't go unnoticed to your child they notice each and every little thing you tucking them in you giving them a bath reading them a bedtime story a simple hug a kiss And an I love you goes a very, very long way. Okay, so another thing I want to discuss is the negative effects on a child when their dad is not involved in their lives. So dad, please pay close attention and listen to these things and think twice before not being involved in your child's life. Okay, so the number one thing that's affected is a child's emotional security. Most kids tend to feel abandoned. And they feel that they're not good enough. Some may even ask themselves and wonder if they're the reason why dad left. So they begin to question themselves, which is not a good thing at all. Because then they grow up with that and it affects a whole bunch of things later on in life. Another thing that it can affect is their behavior. A lot of children that come from fatherless homes tend to have behavior problems. For example, they can have issues with social adjustment. Those children that we consider somewhat loners usually come from a home that doesn't have a father because they have some adjustment issues. It's hard for them to become attached to people because of that fear of losing them. Which, once again, can affect them, not only as a child, but as an adult, which can lead to a whole bunch of things that we'll talk about later, especially one. Another issue is poor academic performance. Statistics, I get tongue twisted when I say that word, so don't laugh I get tongue twisted when I'm saying it, but statistics state that 71% of high school dropouts come from a fatherless home. Again, that they need you. You are their motivation. The same way us moms are their motivation, so are you. So I boys and girls out there need you. We need to bring that percentage down. 71% is a little too, too high for me. So we need to bring that down, guys. Another percent, which I do not like at all, is the 85% of youth crimes come from fatherless homes. Like, that's just terrible. You know, most children are out there feeling empty, trying to fill that gap in with people, friends, and sometimes it's the wrong friends. And they'll get into problems that sometimes it's a little too late to fix because they're trying to be someone else. They're trying to look up to someone and they're looking up to the wrong person. Another high percent that statistics state is that 90% of runaways come from fatherless homes, which brings the homeless rate higher. Most homeless people come from fatherless homes. This is according to statistics, people. I honestly would have never thought of the homeless part, but if you really think about it, some parents, well, some moms, sometimes the situation is too much for them. And they will probably give up their child for adoption. And that child, if they're already damaged by everything that they went through, they jump from one home to another. And eventually they get tired of jumping from home to home, family to family, and they tend to run away. So in a way, it is true. Most runaways do come from a fatherless home. So they do tend to run away because they're just, like, tired of everything and they're just looking for someone to fill in that space that they've been missing and they cannot find in all those homes that they've been in but in reality they don't understand that no one can fill that gap that's something that you will have to take care of and you know get counseling probably eventually sit down speak to your mom speak to your dad and fix that no one out there is going to fix that for you which leads me to the next thing it can ruin any future relationships, whether it's a relationship with a child or a relationship with someone you're trying to build with. A lot of the times, people who come from fatherless homes have an empty feeling inside, and they're living their life trying to fill that empty gap that they have inside. So they can do either one of two things when it comes to their relationship. They can either jump from one relationship to another with no in-between time, giving them time to, you know, fix themselves, find themselves, or they can be one of those people that have multiple partners that need to have multiple partners. They're not satisfied with just being with one person they feel that more than one having more than one person is going to help them feel a little better help them feel a little more happier but as time goes by they realize that it doesn't help and they've just become someone that they didn't want to become due to their past guys we can't let our past define our future if there's anything from your past that's bothering you we have to get help Because if not, history will repeat itself and you're just going to be miserable your entire life, wondering who you are or what's going to make you happy. You're always going to be living your life wondering and it's not fair for anyone. Another effect is the psychological effect that it can have on a child. Some kids can suffer, start suffering from depression, become suicidal or having eating disorders. They'll start looking for ways to make themselves feel better, and it's not fair to them. It's not fair to them that just because you're not ready to be someone that you chose to be, that you ruined their life. Think about your kids before you think about yourself. It's not all about you anymore. You have to take into consideration that you have a life that's depending on you. You cannot be selfish. As a parent, I put my kids before I put myself, of course we have to make sure that we're okay. If we're not okay, there's no way we can help our child. So yes, we do have to take care of ourselves, but we also have to make sure our child is our priority. And the sad thing is that a lot of fathers that grew up without their father, they grow up saying, oh, I would never be the father my father was to me, to my child, I'm gonna be the complete opposite, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that with my kid. And then when the kid comes along, what do they do? Exactly the same thing that their father did to them. They allow history to repeat itself. Instead of trying to use that negative into a positive, they use that negative as a crutch and keep repeating the cycle over and over again when deep down inside they know they should end that cycle. We have some kids who are lucky enough to have other father figures in their life. For example, it can be a teacher, a pastor, a priest, a neighbor, uncle, older brother, cousin. Those kids are truly blessed. Some kids are better off without their fathers. Unfortunately, that's the sad truth. Some men should never have been fathers. But, you know, things happen. Kid is here. We have to do our best to make this Man, the best man he can be, or this woman, the best woman he can be, with or without their fathers. So, this little segment right here, I want to speak to those who have been affected by their fathers not being in their lives. I want you to look at all the negative things that I've just discussed, there might be other things that I didn't discuss. I want you to take all those negative things and turn them into a positive. Don't let the negative aspects in your life build your future. For every negative, there is a positive. I always say that. So what I want you to do is tell yourself, if you've tried, your mom tried to have your dad involved in your life and he just refused to, he didn't make the time that you felt he should have made for you, Know that you're better off. 99% of the time, you were better off without him in your life anyway. Everything happens for a reason. God knows what he's doing. Trust and believe that you were better off. Another thing. It's not your loss. It's his loss. If he does not love you enough to make time for you, oh well. Sorry to say like that, but sorry. Too bad, so sad. His loss, not yours. Don't think that there's anything wrong with you. You are not the problem he is. You never know if he grew up in a fatherless home and he went through the same things that he's putting you through and he didn't know how to deal with them or try to fix them and all he knows how to be is what he was taught. So he's repeating this cycle that he knows. Don't be that. The day you become father for the guys please please don't just talk about it be about it be the man that you wish your father could have been for you and do not let the fact that your father was not in your life make you into something that you're not you're better you are enough you're worth everything there is out there do not let that be your crutch in life just because your dad wasn't there Be grateful for those who have been in your life, your mother, your aunt, your uncle, your grandparents, your neighbors, whoever it is that you look up to, be grateful that God has put those people in your life and keep moving forward. You do not need someone who does not need you. Another thing is that I want you to tell yourself that you are going to end this cycle. Do not let history repeat itself. Be the one to end it. Your child does not deserve to go through what you went through, especially if you know just how much it hurt you growing up and how it affected you. Why would you want to put that on your child? It just makes no sense to me. End the cycle now. Our children out there need you. Your your future children need you. We all need each other. Family is everything. And just because your biological dad wasn't there for you. If you have another male figure, say for example, if your mom is dating someone and that man has been there for you, I know you're probably upset that he's not your dad, but be grateful that that man is there and he's taking the time out to be someone for you to look up to. He doesn't have to be there. He doesn't have to try to Play a daddy role and try to give you advice and be there for you when you need someone to talk to. He doesn't have to do any of those things because right. he is not your father. He is choosing to do those things because he loves you. So be grateful if you do have someone like that in your life. Now I want to speak to those dads who have been thinking about where they've lacked and maybe, you know, they want to fix things with their children and get back into their kids' lives. I'm going to give you some advice in three simple steps. Step number one, of course, if your child is younger than 18, mom, mom is a very important aspect. Meet with mom, meet with her and be as civilized as you can. Another thing, men, you have to respect the mother of your children. If you show no respect for them, your kid is going to look at you in a certain way and they're going to think twice about having a relationship with you. If you cannot respect the person that they value the most. So, meet with the mother, have a civil conversation, and figure out just how you guys are going to play this out. While you guys are discussing how you're going to figure out, keep in mind that it's not about you guys anymore. Whether you still love each other or not, whether you hate each other, it doesn't matter. It's not about you, it's about the kid. You guys are trying to figure steps out to make things better for the child, you guys don't have to like each other, but you do have to respect one another and respect what you guys are bringing to the table, the ideas, the different ideas you guys have. If, you know, you mom has certain rules while she, the kid is at home with her, she has to share those rules with dad. That way dad can be on the same page and vice versa. So you guys have to sit down, discuss things, figure it out for your kid. And whatever happened in the past, just leave it there. Don't let it affect your child's future. Rule number two, that take baby steps. Go at your kid's pace. You know, start off with simple phone calls, texts, video calls, things like that to get your child used to you again. Don't bombard them because all they're going to do is push back like anyone else. You know, let's say, for example, when you're in a relationship... And your partner is hovering you too much, you kind of need your space. So the same thing goes with your child. Don't bombard them with, oh, I want to see you today and tomorrow and calling them 24-7. They're not used to you being around. So slowly but surely, you have to get them into that routine of having you around. Slowly but surely, you'll get there. Baby steps, guys, baby steps. Last but not least, be consistent. Be consistent. Consistency is key. Once you break one promise, it doesn't matter how big or small that promise is. Once you break one promise to that child, you're back to square one. It doesn't matter if the kid is 5, 10, 12, 15. They've already been dealing with this issue with you for so long. Once you make a promise and you break it, it's like if you wasted your time and their time. So now it's going to be even harder for them to trust you. So guys, don't make broken promises. Do not. The best advice I can give you is that if you're not fully ready to be consistent with your child and give it your all, don't waste your time. Don't waste his time. It's either you come correct or don't come at all. When you're out there doing things you love and you enjoy, you give it your fullest, right? You don't half-ass anything. So you should have that same mentality when it comes to your family. So guys, with that being said, I want to take the time out to wish all the real dads a happy Father's Day. Not the part-time dad, sorry, you guys get no credit. Boo to you. And I want to take the time out to acknowledge all those great men who have stepped up and played a huge role in any child's life, whether it's one of your nieces nephews cousins a girl that you're dating you know you guys don't have to do that and you choose to and it takes a real man to be able to step up and do those things for these kids you know the kids need the daddy figure whether we want to admit it or not both men and women try not to discuss it but it's needed i know us moms we say we don't need them deep down inside even though we feel that they don't need their father's ladies they do We can do but enough. They need their daddy at some point in their life. So I'm going to end this episode with this simple quote. A good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. Men, no matter what your situation is, your child deserves to have you in his or her life. 100%. Like I said, if you're going to do something, do it the right way. Don't half-ass it. Your child does not deserve for you to half-ass the love and relationship that you have with them. On that note, have a blessed and safe day, guys, and I will see you next week. Do I ever cross your mind? Yeah. Do I i hope you guys enjoyed the music i used today as my intro and outro that is my lovely nephew Jaden, also known as jq lease i'll be putting his info so you guys can tune in and listen to his music and follow him on social media thanks for tuning in